choose one time, morning gotcha. or night, before you brush your teeth. This is so that you could remember to do this. Send a, a note, an email off to somebody expressing a gratitude for something that they did for you that day. Mm. Um, it does not have to be long, so don't feel pressured. It literally could be like, thanks for opening the door for me. I felt that was really nice, you know? Parents, it's time to celebrate. The new On Purpose Parents podcast, a Saddleback Parents podcast has arrived. And we're here to help you win at parenting. As parents ourselves, we know that parenting is the toughest, most important job on the planet. You can't possibly do it alone. And now you don't have to, because we're your people. Connect with us by texting the word parents to the number 83000, visiting us at onpurposeparents.com, and tuning in every Wednesday with Kurt, Grace, and Chris for tips, ideas, and encouragement to help you win at being an on-purpose parent. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of On Purpose Parents. I'm Kurt. I'm Grace. We're both parents, and so is producer Chris. That was going to, what about me? Yeah, <laughs> producer Chris, yeah, Chris is the parent we of three children. Yes. Grace and I each have two. Yes. Two younger girls. Two girls, 10 and 7. 10 and 7. I have two adult children, 25 and 28. You look like you had to think about that uh, well, for a I moment. I'm, 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 I'm still <laughs> not sure I'm right. I, I could be off by a year or two either Your direction. Your kids are going to call you after I'm this. In, I'm in the margin of error, as they say. Um, and then your your kids, Chris, are also adults. Yeah, uh, girl 23, girl 27, man 32. Wow. 32. 32. Wow. That is a man. 32. <laughs> And you're my age. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I am. Yeah. Wow. Except Calling a few a years younger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're not a few years younger. You're, you're, you might be. Anyway. Anyway. Well, hey, we are so glad that you're back. Um, as always, our conversation revolves around how do we as parents help each other? How does this podcast help mm. you um, raise your children to be interdependent, lifelong followers of Jesus who want to make a kingdom contribution. Beautiful. That's sort of the target that we've painted. There's other targets out yep. there. We just believe that more important than college graduation, more important than the career, mm. more important than getting into the right college to start with, more important than getting a varsity letter in football, mm. more important than all that stuff is kids who end up loving Jesus. Yeah and being interdependent, which mm -hmm. means they can kind of find their way in the world, mm -hmm. but they're not alone. Yeah. They rely on others and they use the gifts and the talents, the way God shaped them to, to make a difference yeah. in the world for the kingdom of, of God. That's what we think matters the most along the way, things like college and yeah. friendships and grades and sports, all very important stuff. Yeah. It's just not the most important. Right. And that's why we don't talk a lot about it on this podcast. Yeah. Um, last episode, we ended by reading a question that we got that we decided, ooh, that one needs a little bit more time. Yes. Um, and the question was basically, um, if I can recall, I, I don't recall exactly how it was written, but the subject or the question was, what do I do when I'm feeling overwhelmed? Mm. <clears throat> so this one isn't this so huge. much about your kids. Yeah. This one's about you as parents. Yep. How do we parent or what do we do with ourselves or for ourselves when we as parenting feel overwhelmed? Which is a vital topic. And the I think that one of the reasons huge. it's so important is because you as a parent, you can't give what you don't have, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, you, you can't, you can't draw water from an empty well. Um, and so taking care of yourself and figuring out what do I do yeah. when I'm overwhelmed? First of all, whoever wrote the question, I mean, it's not, it's not hard to identify when you're yeah. overwhelmed. Sometimes it's hard to ask for help. Yeah. 
and to do the work or to think differently or whatever it might be, maybe create new habits, new rhythms, new patterns to get out yeah. of that ditch of feeling overwhelmed. There's work involved. Yeah. We talked earlier, nothing good happens by accident, mm -hmm. right? The idea of intentionally parenting our kids, yeah. having a goal in mind. Well, you got to be intentional when yeah. it comes to how do I protect myself yes. from being overwhelmed? What do I do when I feel overwhelmed? Um, you're not just going to get out of that automatically. Yeah. And so it's going to take a little bit of work and effort. And we're going to give you guys some thoughts today on that because all three of us have felt overwhelmed as oh, parents yes. mm -hmm. numerous times, right? Yep. Um, and, and in some ways, it's healthy to mm -hmm. feel a little bit overwhelmed because parenting is such a big responsibility. Yeah. If if you never feel overwhelmed as a parent, I, I would suggest you're not doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> like You're not doing it right if you mm -hmm. never feel overwhelmed. The overwhelmed is a sense of responsibility, a mm -hmm. sense of stewarding this wonderful gift yeah. that God has entrusted with us there should be an appropriate amount of like mm. consequence and responsibility and maybe even a, an appropriate amount yeah. of overwhelmedness. Yeah. Like we, we, we want to visit there. We recognize it's always going to be kind of there, but we don't want to be consumed by it. Right. We don't want to live in a constant state of what I would maybe say is like this crippling overwhelmedness. Yeah. And so we're going to give you guys a few things to think about. Here's, here's what I'd like to do today, Grace. Yeah. Instead of us just going back and forth, um, why don't you just share your thoughts? Yeah. And then, to. you know, I might throw a, a, a thought in, in there once, play some color commentary. Yeah. Um, and then I'll do the same and you can toss in your thoughts along the way. But we'll just kind of, you go to town for yeah. a few minutes and then I'll go to town for a few minutes. Sounds like a plan. Okay. All right. Well, I just want to echo what Kurt said. Whoever or whoever's, I think there was probably more than one who filled out the survey of questions and put that question out there. We appreciate you. And I would venture to say that probably almost everybody listening to this topic today is going to relate to this topic. So yeah. if you are the one who submitted the question, just know you are not alone. Yeah. A lot <laughs> you of people are not go, alone. Oh, that wasn't my question, but it could have been. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. absolutely. Yeah. All right. So for me, I have three, three things, um, suggestions that I have and that have been things that I'm still holding on to and working through when I feel overwhelmed, when I feel just burnt out. Because when you're in that state, mm. you you can't think clearly, you're irritable, you're tired, the, the world doesn't look right, and it really does interfere with your parenting. And mm. that that's something we want to help try address today. So for me, when I'm overwhelmed, it really does help for me to take a breath and first think, what is the source behind my feeling overwhelmed? So I have just three things. One of the things that causes me to feel overwhelmed is when I feel inadequate, um, feeling like I'm just not good enough and I'm not, you know, I'm not missing, I'm missing the mark. Um, there is a study done by this research firm Ipsos in 2021. Um, this is so interesting, found on an average of 28 surveys. So it was an international study that 82% of parents said that they felt judged from um, sometimes to very often. Mm. And if you think about that, and oh, that stat like went up higher. Judged in their parenting. Judged in their parenting. Wow. Judged um, for you know what they were doing or what they weren't doing. And in the United States, if you narrow it down, that went up to ninety-two. So my, if you're thinking, and and that's probably something anecdotally we can relate to, mm. like how many of us just whether we're putting it on ourselves or other people are putting it on us, how many times do we feel judged as parents and just feel like we're not doing 
things right. And it makes us feel overwhelmed if you constantly feel that. Like every day you just feel like I'm missing the mark. Um, and one of the things for me that I find that that gets exacerbated by is when I'm comparing with other people. When I see other people doing things so much better, their kids are so well behaved, they're signed up for all these activities. I haven't even like looked at the summer program yet. I'm so um, <laughs> mm. like just missing the mark. I'm going to interrupt real quick. Yeah. Producer Chris. Yes. Can we come up with a sound effect that anytime we hear a really big word, Ooh. you hit the sound effect and maybe the person needs to explain the word or we just need to give a little hat tip for an acknowledgement for using such a big word. Oh. Grace, you use something <laughs> our use? inadequacies are exasperated by. Oh. Right? That's a uh. Oh. That sounds more like a, that's more like a fairy like waving a, a wand. Yeah. It's like a oh I grant you my wish. That's the wrong sound effect. That's the wrong sound effect. What do you got? Funny. What else you got? <laughs> there you go. That's, that's, wow, that's very long. Oh, you can yeah. cut it. You can cut it as short as you want. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Is there just like a woo woo? Is there just like a oh, like, like, like just a like little a little quick one? There's a record. <laughs> no, that's, not, that's that's if you use a. a that's how about a, that's a, if, how, if, I'll, I'll look for one. That's his homework. Uh, is that okay. your homework? The, yeah. the, the applause isn't bad, I'll, but I'll maybe find you find like a quick little. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Some, like ding, ding, ding. Something. Something. Oh, like, I like the ding, ding, like ding. Like you win a prize for using a big word. And exasperate is not a super big word. Yeah. It just is to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. it comes very. It rolls off your tongue. <laughs> it just rolls off your lips. You're you so you, funny. you use it multiple times. I oh I'm not quite sure. Exacerbated. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, because I said exasperated, which is oh, like I'm both. overwhelmed and tired. Yeah. What to do when I'm exasperated is yeah. sort of the topic we're talking right, about. Right, exactly. You, what was the word you used? I think I said exacerbated. Like what? Huh? That's the fairy sound, producer Chris. <laughs> it's, it's, I love it's, this. It's growing on me. Right. The fairy like when, when we find ourselves comparing ourselves to other people, our sense of inadequacy gets more exacerbated. Is that, the, is that a word? I think so. I will have to look it exacerbated. up. Exacerbated. Exactly. Did I mm -hmm. make that up? I don't no, know. No. Okay. That's a, that's okay. See, see, <laughs> yes, that's, that's why we need the fairy sound because, <laughs> okay. So, yeah. it, so it gets exaggerated. It gets increased. It does. Yeah. Okay, and it you. does. And it, and, um, and the thing is with comparison and, and how it stokes, how you feel inadequate is a lot of times it's just not true. So I have a quick story. I have a friend who's an adult parent who, um, who was, uh, a flight attendant, a single mom, and she always felt so bad during the holidays because she would take her kids during her flight trips, right? And so their holidays were not around the Christmas table. They were in a hotel room, you mm. know, for Christmas, for New Year's, for Thanksgiving. And she always felt so bad, so inadequate. Like, I can't provide for my kids what every other kid has and what they deserve. But what's so amazing is that when they were adult, adult kids and um, when they were getting married and, you know, kind of the opportunity to talk to to mom, they were saying one of their best memories growing up was, you know, the holidays with mom in the hotel room, you know, because mm. it was so fun. They got to eat snacks. She brought <laughs> home like souvenirs from the airport. They would be jumping on the bed. I mean, th for them, it was a beautiful childhood memory mm. for her experiencing it. She felt so inadequate. And I think what I want to leave behind with this point is that, you are enough. She was enough. My friend was enough. Like what her kids needed was her and right. not her perfection, not this, you know, um, 
experience that other families are having, your kids don't need that. Your kids need you. And and, and if you're feeling like that, if you're a listener feeling so inadequate, we just want to encourage you that you are better than you're giving yourself credit mm. for. The fact that you're even listening to this podcast, yeah. feeling overwhelmed, probably looking at the title and saying, I need to listen to this one. Right. You're amazing. You're out there. You're trying. You're growing. You're, you're trying to figure out what to do. That's amazing. Mm, that's good. So one, one, th- one trigger or one thing to think about if you're feeling overwhelmed mm. is oftentimes overwhelmness is triggered by a feeling of inadequacy. Mm-hmm. You're trying to be too much. You're yeah. trying to do too much. You can't measure up to your own expectations. Yeah. Therefore, you feel overwhelmed yeah. and inadequate. Awesome. Right. Yeah. All right. And a little practical tip there is if you have social media, maybe just give yourself a little bit of a holiday. So that mm. could be something you walk away with there. All right. A second source. Another time when I feel overwhelmed is when I feel exhausted. There's too much to do. It's a little interrelated with what we talked about. They're all, in fact, interrelated, right. Right. Um, but just kind of leaning into different aspects of it. There's too much to do and not enough time to do it. And the thing is, that's true. There is too much to do. There's always something going on, too much going on, and you're not going to be able to get it all done. But it's a bad feeling, and when you feel like that, you can feel overwhelmed. I don't know how many people you know, are doing well with their New Year's resolutions so far, but a lot of times you know, we start to get into February, and it's already like, don't ask me. Don't ask me how my resolution's going because it doesn't feel good to feel like we're failing our goals. Um, but with this one, the, the important thing I think to monitor, uh, to in, remember here is to monitor and manage your expectations, acknowledging the very specific season you are in. Mm. So um, a few years ago, my husband and I, we decided to run a marathon. We were not runners. So it was like kind of like a, a bucket list thing. <laughs> and it's so much work. It's like, it's like we joke that it's like a part-time job because you got to be committed And even just everything leading up to the race and the race, it's just really intense. Now, if you were to ask me, oh, you you should do that when you're pregnant and the race is the day after you give birth. I mean, that's a really silly example because I would say that's ridiculous. Like that doesn't make that's not reasonable. That doesn't make any sense. There's no way I could do all that training, all that thinking, all that research, all the running and be pregnant, give birth, and then run the marathon. But the reason why I share that illustration is I think as parents, we place that exact expectation on us and we dismiss the scenario. Mm. We think we should be able to train for that marathon and run that marathon no matter what the situation is. And that's just, that's not reasonable. And one, if you find yourself in that position, one question you could ask yourself is, Who's placing that expectation on you? And a lot of times it's just ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're just placing this expectation on ourselves and, and then just kind of messing our own kind of peace of mind. And I think if we can just relax, then be a little kinder to ourselves and adjust it for a season. For me, I used to be able to take red eyes really easily to visit my family in Chicago before kids. I was efficient with my travel but kids, oh man, if I do red eye, it's like the worst thing in the world. You know, it's like disaster. And, and my kids recently were sick and like the house right now is not pretty. And I feel that, that thing coming up inside of me, like, oh, I, the dishes aren't done. The laundry is not done. The house is a mess. And it can start to build up, but Hey, my kids were sick. It's yep. okay. My job was just to take care of them. That's all 
I need to be doing. Yeah, it's good. So yeah. sometimes the the overwhelmed can be brought on by a feeling of inadequacy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a feeling of exhaustion. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to do too much. I got too much going on. I'm I'm I'm, I'm running the parenting marathon. Yeah, you know, and trying to trying to get my best time ever. Yeah, in a season when I just need to survive the 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 yeah. race of being a parent. Right. So inadequacy, exhaustion, and, and give us your third one there. All right. Well, one quick practical tip on that. Um, exhaustion pieces, something that's helped me is on a post-it note, I just write this phrase and put it up and read it. And it's really helpful. It says, today I did my best and that is enough. Mm, So if you're a parent out there that's feeling, you know, like your checklist is too big and you're not accomplishing it, um, one suggestion is just write this down, grab a post-it note right now if you have it next to you or a piece of paper with tape. Um, Write today, I did my best, and that is enough, and put it on your mirror. That's good. All right. My last one is um, a source of feeling overwhelmed is when there's too many problems that I can't fix. Mm. You know, my kids have issues. There's things happening in the world I don't like. There's issues with my job, and I want to fix them, or I want them to be fixed, but I can't do it. Um, And one example of this for me would be ever since kindergarten – Karis, my 10-year-old now, um, had this, um, has this habit that she's developed of picking her nails. So for like three years from kindergarten, I never clipped mm. her nails because they would be so short, sometimes so painfully short. And as a mom, when you look at your beautiful kids' hands and they're like ripped, it like, it makes me, like my stomach curl, like, ah. I'm, I'm oh. hiding, I'm hiding my fingernails oh. right now. <laughs> <laughs> do you pick your nails oh yeah i pick them i, I, I pick them i bite them i chew. oh i need so good luck trying to get your daughter to yes. stop it's a hard one it's a hard habit to break there and, and, and even hearing break. that is actually so helpful because for i mean my daughter is 10 years old now this started since kindergarten right i've tried everything yeah. i've been the cool mom like yeah that's okay no big no big deal huh? it's fine. i've been like no cares. You cannot do this. This I've I've done like run the gamut. I've tried like just whatever it is. But the thing is, and sometimes there are good times, some good seasons, and then not good seasons. And as a parent, when you can't control that other person and you can't fix their problems, and and I dwell on it, and it can just feel so bad, and I feel overwhelmed, like ah, oh, like I'm so frustrated right now. Um. So the, the thought that I would encourage parents out there that might be feeling this right now is just remind yourself. It mm. seems simple, but it's really powerful. You are not God. Yep. And much of our strain comes from when we try to control things that we're not designed to do. Like that wasn't God's intention for our nature. Like we're not supposed to control other people, their decisions, their emotions, their choices. And we may be... Um, hurt by them or have feelings about them that we can acknowledge, but um, we just need to remember what is it that I'm supposed to do and lean in on that. So the practical tip I'd have here is it's a challenge. If there's any parents out there that are feeling this focus, this over-focus on all the things that they can't do, that they can't fix, and all the things that's wrong with other people and in the world, is to shift that focus to gratitude. Mm. And for mm. me, that's been a real, real powerful tool. Um, so my challenge to listeners, um, their parent parents out there that are feeling this is every day this week until our next podcast and you join us before you brush your teeth, then you could choose morning or night. Um, send a Wait, note are you choosing 
are you saying we only have to brush our teeth? We get to, <laughs> we get to choose whether we brush our teeth at morning or night. Thank or you. Or you're saying during the morning or night brushing, we get to choose when to do this exercise. Thank you for that clarification. Cause I don't want, you know, people to think out there, I'm telling them all that are the dentist parents out there yeah. to think that, you, you know, we only brush our teeth one. once, yeah. choose one time morning gotcha. or night before you brush your teeth. This is so that you could remember to do this. Send a, a note, an email off to somebody expressing a gratitude for something that they did for you that day. Mm. Um, it does not have to be long, so don't feel pressured. It literally could be like, thanks for opening the door for me. I felt that was really nice, you know? And and send us an email. How will that experience have been for you? Um, I think, and what I hope, is that that daily focus on looking for the things to be grateful for will start to really transform your kind of inner peace in your mindset. And I think that will be something that will really help kind of shift the focus when we're feeling uh, overwhelmed by that. I love that. That's good stuff. Mm -hmm. Feeling inadequate, feeling exhausted, feeling um, like basically there's too much going on, right? That I can't um, control. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that is good, good stuff. What was the word you used earlier again, Grace? Cause I looked it up. I just want to make sure I want to see <laughs> if you're, I want to see if you're saying it properly. Okay. Okay. Exacerbated. English quiz. Ooh, producer. Chris Exacerbated. Exacerbated. That is correct. Oh, where's that the ding, is ding, correct. Ding. Hit the ding, ding. <laughs> or is that a plus? Uh, he, he <laughs> we don't know. have a ding, ding, ding. <laughs> hey, yeah. yes. Exas, exacerbate <laughs> is to make a problem bad situation or negative feeling worse. Mm -hmm. So you, yep. you use the right word in context. She gets a prize. I get, oh, what's my prize? <laughs> she gets I'm a prize. so excited. Okay. <laughs> let me, let me jump in with my thoughts. Um, a couple, man, I don't know how to add to what Grace has shared, but, um, here, here's, here's a couple things as I would say this, um, when you feel overwhelmed, I think is a good time to do what's counterintuitive. Hmm. Um, and what I, what I mean by that is when you're overwhelmed with parenting, oftentimes you lean into parenting more, mm. right? All the things you talked about, all, yeah. there's so much to do. The only way to get mm. unoverwhelmed is to do all the things I'm supposed to do yeah. so I can check them off my list or whatever. I would suggest doing what's counterintuitive is when you feel overwhelmed by parenting is when you take care of yourself. Mm. That's, that's when you figure out how do I refresh my soul? So if you're a runner, don't quit running mm -hmm. when you feel overwhelmed parenting. That's when you you make sure you don't skip your 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 evening yes. run. Um, if if you enjoy reading mm -hmm. fiction, that helps you unplug. When you're overwhelmed, don't quit reading. Mm -hmm. Like make sure you protect the stuff in your yes. life that kind of fills you up. Right? Don't quit having your quiet time, mm -hmm. your your prayer time. When you feel overwhelmed, lean into that. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of counterintuitive. But taking care of yourself in your overwhelmed seasons, oh, I think, is, is sort of like priority number one. Yes. Um, I, I think this one is you, you can't avoid, and we mentioned this at the beginning, you cannot avoid seasons of being overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. You can't. Um, what you can control is whether or not you navigate those seasons alone, mm. whether you kind of try to figure it out yes. by yourself. Maybe... You don't think anybody else can relate. Maybe you're a little bit embarrassed to ask for help. Um, but I would say when you're feeling overwhelmed, invite others to be a part of that. Mm. What, one of the things um, that, I've, that I've learned is that like what overwhelms me doesn't necessarily overwhelm Rachel mm. and vice versa. So I think one like real practical skill is if you're married um, – like when you're overwhelmed with something, maybe it's getting the kids ready for school in the morning completely overwhelms you. 
and it sets your day off on a bad foot, but your spouse, it doesn't bother them at all. Yeah. Well, maybe you shift that responsibility, Smart. right? For maybe for a season or permanently um, and kind of figure out like, hey, this parenting thing is meant to be a partnership. Yeah. And there's no way both of us are doing everything all the time. Yeah. So why don't we figure out what overwhelms me, what overwhelms you and yeah. see if we can kind of trade some stuff now and then yeah, to, to, to help each other out a little bit. Um, and then I think, uh, and I just mentioned, I think sometimes we feel overwhelmed because we just don't think anybody else is struggling mm. with the same stuff. Um, and so I would just encourage you as parents, one of the, one of the habits that, that I've made in my life, not just parenting, but spiritually and in, in most things that are important to me is I, I always try to find somebody who's maybe one or two steps ahead of me mm. in the process. So I, I, I like to surf. I'm not super good at it. And so what I've, I've done is I recently found a group of guys who I, I knew that I'm friends with them and I know they surf a lot more than I do um, at places that are have way better waves oh. than I want to surf or maybe that I'm qualified. But I've decided I want to get better. So I start going with them. Mm. Like I'm, le I'm saying, okay, can I tag along? Because I can learn from you because you're a step further. Um, in parenting, I think it's the same. Like, okay. If you're the parent of a middle school schooler, find a parent of a high schooler mm. and say, hey, you, 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 you lived through this. Yeah. You didn't kill your child. <laughs> um, can, can, can we get coffee once in a while? I can just pick your brain about yes. raising middle schoolers. Yeah. Um, if maybe you have a child who's really struggling in an area, mm. really struggling with something, well, Maybe you could figure out how do I find another parent whose child struggled with the same thing yeah. and help find out from them how do they navigate that? Yeah. How do they kind of like a been there, done that kind of thing? Yeah. Hey, you know, and, and I'm talking sometimes even like the stuff that you kind of are really embarrassed. Maybe, yeah. maybe you have a child who's self harming yeah. or has an eating disorder or mm. is caught up in some really bad stuff that's scaring you. It's a scary stuff, right? Yeah. And you don't want to talk to anybody about that because you're yeah. embarrassed because it reflects on me as a parent mm. and all that kind of stuff. So true. There's somebody in your church, there's somebody in your community who their son or daughter went mm. through the exact same thing. Yeah. And they might have some really good wisdom to share. Yeah. If you're good. willing to ask. And most, most parents would be willing to take a half hour, 45 minutes at Starbucks and yeah. say, hey, here, here was our journey. Here's some things we learned. Here's some stuff to think about. Yeah. It may not solve all the problems, but it, it kind of relieves you of carrying that burden yeah. and that experience on, on your own. Yeah. Um, and then sort of a, a final thought is that I think some of our sense of feeling overwhelmed is self-inflicted. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of the reasons we feel overwhelmed is because of our own stuff, right? Um, mm -hmm. We put too much pressure on ourselves or maybe we have too high of expectations mm -hmm. on our children, yeah. right? We, we have, we put too much pressure on ourselves. We put too much pressure on our kids. Yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're overwhelmed maybe because we've overemphasized the yeah. wrong thing. So I'll, I'll pick on you for a minute, Grace. Yeah. Like the, the nail biting. Yeah. Right. I mean, I wish I didn't bite my nails. Yeah. I wish I would have kicked that habit years ago. I didn't. My life's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I've, I've, I've kind of accomplished a lot of what I think God has right. called me to do. I've got a pretty good marriage. I've raised two pretty good kids. I've got two super cute grandkids. I yeah. went surfing this morning with my good buddies. Right. Um, I fell a few times on waves, yeah. but, I <laughs> but I don't think it's because my fingernails, were, it's not because my fingernails were too short. <laughs> it threw you off balance, Kurt. So, so sometimes like at the end of the day, yeah. How much, how much 
of your time, energy, stress, yes. overwhelmedness is nail biting worth. Mm-hmm. Right now, yeah. every parent has to figure that out for themselves. Yep. I, I would just suggest that you you maybe not you, Grace. I'm not yeah. saying you generically. You as parents in the world, um, we as parents in the world, sometimes we're overwhelmed mm-hmm. because we're overemphasizing the wrong things. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that we can underemphasize that we overemphasize. Yes. It's almost not an issue at all, yeah. but we make it a major issue. Right. Right. And I think that is a self-inflicted mm-hmm. source of overwhelmedness. Yeah. Uh, you know, parenting has shifted in the last 30 years or, or more than that. I think of the parents that we were all raised with. I can speak mm-hmm. for me and Chris, maybe not so much for you, Grace, because mm-hmm. you're, you know, 15 years younger than us. Latchkey kid, Chris, you mentioned that either this episode last or last, week. last yeah. week. Um, I was kind of that mm-hmm. two two working parents, very poor, left on my own all the mm-hmm. time, fear life out. Hey, come yeah. home after, you know, as long as you're home before dark. When I was in, when I was in middle school, I could say to my mom and dad, Hey, if you wake up tomorrow and I'm not here, this is in middle school. Yeah. If you wake up tomorrow and I'm not here, that meant I either spent the night at Mike's house or Gary's house. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Kurt. Yeah, same. And in between, wow. in between, they had no idea. Huh. I'm out running the streets, right? It was yeah. just, it was crazy. And now things have shifted. Wow. Like yeah. the phrase mama bear. Yeah. The phrase helico- helicopter, helicopter yeah. parent. None of that. Oh, no. None yeah. of that. I'm going to coin a word because it's we've all heard about Karen, right? The, yeah, the, yeah, the Karens yeah, yeah. of the world. I think there's Karen's. Karen. You're a Karen. You're like the care. You're like the parent version. Oh, that is a big word. That's a new it word. It has come into it. It's birth. come in. I've, yeah, I've coined it. it has but it's like it's arrived. like everything you see about Karens uh-huh. put into the parenting arena. That's a Karen. Karen. A Karen. Oh, right? okay. And there's a whole lot of Karens out there. Mm-hmm. And I would humbly suggest. Yeah. I don't think we want to go back. I think the way Chris and I were raised, I think is the, it, it had a lot of, there's a, I carry a lot of baggage mm, today yeah. based on, my parents love me, yeah. but there's a better way to yeah. parent. I think we're closer to what the better way is now. Yeah. It's almost sometimes like the pendulum has swung so far mm-hmm. that we're carenting instead mm-hmm, of parenting. Mm-hmm. And when we carent, what we're doing is I think we're overemphasizing yeah. stuff that should be underemphasized mm-hmm. and maybe not even worried about very much at all. Right. And what's so, I think, important about that is not just for the kids, because like you said, when we first started this episode, this is about the parents. You know, when you do that overemphasis, when you are kind of isolating yourself or when you are not taking care of yourself, the, the, you know, these things that you are encouraging parents to do, we get overwhelmed, yeah. you know, and that's the result. And when we're overwhelmed, when we're f- feeling fatigued and burned out and we, we, it, uh, we actually don't want to parent anymore. Sometimes right. we're just like, Ugh, right. how do we run away? How do we escape? Or how do we relief, relieve this anxiety and, yep. and, um, make, you know, kind of bad decisions yeah. in that sense too. Awesome. So, yeah. Well, man, good stuff. Good thoughts. Good thoughts, Grace. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Um, here's what, here's what we hope. We hope that, even if you're not a church attender, mm. um, or maybe you are and you know somebody who isn't, one of the goals of this podcast is that the stuff we talk about would help any parent, mm-hmm. right? Now, we, we we have our goal. We have the parenting goal of raising interdependent, lifelong followers of Jesus who want to make a kingdom contribution. And we're not ashamed of that. We think mm-hmm. that's the way to raise kids. We think that's what matters most. 
but we try not to be super overly churchy and yeah. overly preachy. So parents, we hope that you would pass this podcast on to another parent, whether they're a person of faith or not, yeah. because we think there's stuff in here that will help them win as parents, even if their end goal yeah. maybe is different than the one that we've stated as what we think is a good end goal. That's okay. Yeah. Um, we're talking about at the end of the day, we all love our kids. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we want the best for our kids. And so, man, we would love it if yeah. listeners out there would share this with your church friends, your unchurched friends. We don't talk a lot about our church because yeah. this podcast isn't just for people that go to our church. Um, so thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for spreading the word. Thanks for joining the On Purpose Parents podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can help us by rating and reviewing our podcast on iTunes. If you're listening on our Saddleback Parents YouTube channel, please like and leave a comment. Also, remember to subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. You can connect with us by texting the word parents to the number 83000, following us on Instagram at Saddleback Parents, and emailing your comments to parents at saddleback.com. As a huge thank you, you can browse our hundreds of free resources at onpurposeparents.com, all created to help you win at parenting. We'll catch you next time.